I'm hearing a lot of gym goers talk about lacking motivation these days. And, you know, maybe it's just the time of year, but it's got me thinking, how can gym and studio owners keep their members motivated to keep coming back after the initial excitement wears off? And what role does your communication system play in retaining these folks, especially those who are over 50? Well, I spend a lot of time in my job on these questions, and I'm excited to get into them today on Optimal Aging, the podcast for fitness professionals who want to grow their businesses with more people in the underserved but lucrative demographic of people over 50. I'm your host, Jay Croft, and it is February 1st as I record this episode, so right after the January rush has probably died down. Let's face it, every year by February, a lot of your new January clients have quit already, and you know it's probably okay because you expect it to happen. And I'm not talking about the folks who habitually make hollow New Year's resolutions. But what about those who really do want to stay but might be wobbling on their enthusiasm, you know, regardless of whether they joined at the beginning of the year or not, um, or others who've been working out for a while but are starting to lose their commitment too. What can you do to help them? Is it even your job? Is it your responsibility to keep them motivated? Obviously, I believe that it is to a degree. There's only so much you can do. It's really up to each individual to take care of his or her own health and well-being. And for me, the word motivation is, in a sense, a lot like the word talent. They both get bandied about a lot um, by people who think that there's some magical gift from the heavens. You know, the way that, that we get success is by being motivated or having talent. And, you know, the, the truth is you can have loads of both and never get anywhere. Success comes from the doing. Still, there's a lot you can do as gym, gym owners, uh, starting with understanding why people over 50 come to your gym or studio. So let's make sure that you're doing it. And I'm going to share some solid suggestions in a few minutes about keeping them so-called motivated. But first, I want to make sure you're aware of the reasons why older people want to get fit or stay fit and why they come to you for help. And then after my top seven reasons why older people want your services, I'm going to share the number one secret to keeping members new and veterans alike, coming back even when they search for that motivation like a first-year acting student. So stick around to the end of that. That's going to be the number one way to keep members coming back. Now, of course, I'm speaking in generalities, and there is great diversity among the 100 million Americans over age 50. Some are highly skilled athletes and devoted gym goers. Others are severely deconditioned. Some need a lot of your attention and encouragement, while others do not. But by and large, I have found seven reasons why people over 50 become good, long-lasting, high-ticket fitness clients for you. So discuss these things with them in your sales conversations and also in your checkups. Get them to open up. Dig beyond the surface-level answers to the questions of why do you want to come exercise with us. Dig a little bit and you hit gold. And then you have to keep coming back and touching that gold again and again. Build reminders about these powerful true motivations into your communications with them when they need that extra encouragement. You ready? Here they are. Number one, grandkids. 
Here's what a woman named Julie told me. She was 63 and a regular gym goer because she said, quote, I want to be an active grandparent. I want to get on the floor and pick her up and swim and do all those things. I don't want to miss a thing, end quote. I hear this from a lot of folks. If you're not, then I suggest you're not asking the right questions in your sales conversations or you're not putting out the right signals in your marketing Nobody wants to be the boring Nana, right? Plenty of people in your community need your help to make sure that that doesn't become them. We're all living longer than previous generations did. We're taking better care of ourselves. And we want to have more active roles in our grandkids' lives. Today's grandparents want to share experiences with the kids instead of just buying them stuff. Most of them, almost 70%, live within 50 miles. And get this, the median age for first-time grandmothers is 50, and for first-time grandfathers, it's 54. So if you're still holding on to these outdated stereotypes about what grandma and grandpa look like, then you're missing out. Number two, travel. Here's a little story about Kay, who is 74 and works out regularly at a gym so she can stay in shape to keep traveling the world. She's been fishing in Alaska, scuba diving in the Florida Keys, and hiking through Europe. She told me, quote, If I didn't exercise regularly, I wouldn't be able to do everything you have to do when you're traveling, just climbing stairs, running through the airport, carrying bags and all that stuff. End quote. And then Kay offered the kicker, the real money quote. You ready? Here it is. She said, quote, I work out because I want to keep going where I want to go and doing what I want to do. End quote. Thank you, Kay. I want to keep going where I want to go and doing what I want to do. Kay is not alone. Almost all adults over 50 take at least one leisure trip a year. The average baby boomer takes five trips a year. Almost half their travel is international, and they favor bucket list trips, and adventure travel is growing as well. Number three, sports. More active adults golf every year, the National Golf Foundation says. Baby boomers make up 20% of downhill skiers, and that's going up. More than 15,000 athletes compete in the national senior games. So obviously sports remain important to us as we age. What's less obvious to millions of people is how you can help them stay strong, competitive, and free of injury. You know, most 30-year-olds might have an idea about this, how the gym connects to their athletic performance, but I don't think that most people over 60 or so do. And that's because we didn't grow up with fitness being a part of the common culture. Exercise wasn't something most people just did or really even knew anything about. So make sure that they do know how working out at your facility can improve their golf game, their tennis game, baseball, flag football, you name it, even running. Try this. Develop and market a training program for golfers. You know, we're heading into spring. Promote that you'll give them 10 yards back on their drive after a few weeks working with you on their glutes, their core, their legs, and their arms in a program designed specifically to strengthen their golf game. Seriously, there is not a golfer alive who won't pay you for 10 more yards. Number four, feel, look, and move better. These are universal desires. But again, with older people, you might need to connect the dots so they understand that exercise 
is the miracle cure for how they feel, look, and move. Polls show that mature adults want to maintain their independence and to avoid falls, injury, and chronic disease. They want to keep doing what they enjoy for as long as possible. They want to wake up and not feel like they can't move. And you bet they want to look good. Who doesn't? Number five, hobbies. Did you know you can burn 300 calories in an hour of gardening? It's true. Gardening is a serious workout. Just try it. You've got to bend over and pick up pots, squat to pull up weeds, push wheelbarrows, and on and on. Lots of people enjoy hiking, which requires cardio endurance and good balance. Dancing is good for your heart, strength, balance, and coordination. All these hobbies and more get better when you're fitter. That golf promotion I mentioned a minute ago, try that with gardeners as we head into spring. Number six, mental health. Exercise is one of the best things we can do for our mental health and our brain health. Here's Wendy Suzuki, a professor of neuroscience and psychology. She says, quote, exercise is the most transformative thing you can do for your brain. Exercise gives an immediate positive benefit for your brain, including your mood and your focus, end quote. It also protects our brains from depression, Alzheimer's, and other forms of dementia. And it's been proven that exercise improves memory elevates mood, improves sleep, and sends more blood to the brain. Do your over 50 clients know this? It's up to you to make sure that they do. Number seven, physical health. The medical evidence is overwhelming and clear that exercise is the wonder drug for just about everything. This view is widely held by experts in medicine, geriatrics, and fitness. When clients want motivation, remind them that exercise extends their longevity, supports their heart health, strengthens bones, lowers body fat, and even treats Parkinson's, type 2 diabetes, and more diseases. Experts say we need just two and a half hours of moderate intensity cardio exercise and two sessions of resistance training a week. A Harvard study says that just 15 minutes of activity a day can add three years to your life. And the Journal of the American Medical Association says that not exercising puts individuals at greater risk than smoking and diabetes. We'll be right back after a short break. Hey, everybody wants to bring in more money and to save time, right? Well, our friends at Nomly are here to help you improve your gym's communications with clients and grow your business. Join more than 300 fitness coaches who are doing more business with less work. Nomly helps to systematize and simplify gym operations by centralizing member data and communications so gym owners can increase their customer lifetime value, improve staff efficiencies, and raise the bottom line. This centralized communications tool helps you in lots of ways. It helps you orchestrate referral programs at the push of a button, helps you hold clients accountable with built-in two-way texting, and it lets you rest assured that all your clients' messages are being handled properly. Schedule a free consultation today at nomly.com slash optimal dash aging dash podcast. That's nomly, N-A-A-M-L-Y dot com slash optimal dash aging dash podcast. While we're talking about sponsors of the show, I want to welcome Life Priority Supplements as an affiliate sponsor and thank them for their support. Life Priority is owned by former World Series champion Greg Pryor and his wife, Michelle. 
And any gym or studio that wants to expand its offerings to people over 50 should check out its products. I will leave the link in the show notes. And yes, if you use it to make purchases, the show gets financial support. But here's the deal. I would not do this with just any supplement company. I've been using Life Priority products for a couple of years now. Since I had Greg on the show in episode 19 in February 2020, I like their no-nonsense approach, and I am happy to tell you I love their products. Life Priority supports joint health and immunity, improves energy and sleep, and lots more of interest to people over 50. Your clients will appreciate you offering this product line for them. Investing in your health since 1994, Life Priority recognizes the importance of sourcing scientifically formulated, high-quality supplements for their customers. So follow the link in my show notes and get started with Life Priority now. Back to the show. So that's it, the big seven for people over 50. Again, they are in no particular order. Grandchildren, travel, sports, feel, look, and move better, hobbies, mental health, and physical health. Now, how can you use this knowledge to keep your over 50 members motivated? A key factor is communications. That means communications between your business and your clients, and also helping them to communicate with themselves about these deeper motivations that can be so emotionally complicated that they cripple us from doing things we really want to do. We know that a sense of community is important for older people, so make sure everyone feels welcome and connected to at least one other client. Small group training is great for this because members automatically hold each other accountable, right? They need a smooth customer experience. They want to feel seen and heard. So at least during hours when you're trying to lure older people into the gym, play appropriate music at a respectable volume. Be sure your front desk employees are greeting people by name and looking them in the eye. When you're talking to them about training and their abilities, be respectful but not condescending. Understand that you need to push them and guide them like any client while realizing that they might not always want more, harder, faster and might need some modifications for exercises. And finally, here's a big one. In fact, the biggest one. This is the number one secret that I was telling you about at the beginning of the podcast. We know that keeping track of progress is crucial, and that's something that most clients simply don't do, and most gyms and studios don't do either. So can you do it for them, or at least make it more easy for them to do it, or more fun for them? Can you build it into their monthly contract, say, you know, a monthly measurement on the body scan, or at least the scale, and a 10-minute check-in with your staff to see how they're feeling, if they need anything, if they have any questions, maybe you can keep it all in a journal for them. You know, their, their key performance indicators, how they're feeling, things they say, are they stronger on certain lifts, do they have more endurance, you know what I'm talking about, this kind of thing. And on the regular check-ins, or whenever someone is feeling down, you can share their progress in real numbers. How many inches have they lost? How much stronger are they on the bench press or the leg press? You can even remind them of some of the things they said earlier that now will probably strike them as ridiculous. Lots of studies show that keeping a journal like this is hugely important. And again, most clients simply won't do it for themselves, so I'm challenging you to do it for them, to have a steady, ongoing communication 
with your clients to keep them coming back. That's motivation. When they see that their efforts are paying off, that they actually have lost weight or inches or that they're stronger or that they're more confident in their ability to do things. Part of all this is using content like mine from Prime Fit Content in your emails, on your blogs, and in social media. So check that out at primefitcontent.com. And let me know what you think of this week's episode and how much you're doing to help folks stay motivated. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you'll subscribe, tell a friend, and write a review. All of that helps us grow our audience. I also hope you'll check out the powerful fitness business training and certifications offered by my friends at the Functional Aging Institute. FAI is the leading authority on how to build a business that's focused on helping people over 50 live their best lives through fitness. Their educational services, networking opportunities, and coaching are invaluable, and the pricing is unbeatable. Just use this special code so they know you're coming to them through me. You can find it on the show notes page, and follow the link to learn more. Also, FAI president and co-founder Dan Ritchie was our very first guest on Optimal Aging, so reach back to episode one for more about the Functional Aging Institute. I'm now thankful for FAI's support as another affiliate sponsor of this show, so you'll be supporting me as well as yourself and this great organization. So thank you. You can learn more about me and my content business at primefitcontent.com. Send me an email at jjay at primefitcontent.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and just about anywhere else, so check me out. Love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening. Join us next time.